Hi, everyone. Welcome to my 12th podcast in my Gridiron Guru series. I am Morik, named after one of the most talented running backs Warwick Dunn, who played from 1997-2008. Good times. Go to L2019. Remember, people, Warwick is my name from now on. I hate the name Verum, so I'm switching to Warwick. My record for week five picks was 9-6. Now on to week six picks. A couple side notes. Yesterday, I did my media show and tell based on my week five picks. However, because I want to show people in school, if I ever wanted to, the podcasts are short scenes. I'm going to try to keep my future podcasts clean. Also, I'm going to do my best to make sure I'm not biased. And also, the Bears, Colts, Raiders, and Bills aren't biased, so I can't mention either of them. Let's start with the Thursday night game. Giants-Patriots. I think my beloved Patriots win. Despite dominating 37 to be honest, it was a really weird game. The Patriots' O-line doesn't look right. Sonny Michelle looks good, finally. Julian Elman is still showing he's one of the best. Amazing he's been with us also in the league since 2009. Good times. Hashtag, make Mustafar bully victim proud. Screw 2019. After a slow start, my Patriots knew how to get it done. The defense is still showing they're one of the best. They say I'm about to cry nostalgia. The 2004 defense was one of the best. I'm sorry, I cried nostalgia when it's the old days. Screw 2019. But anyways, the Patriots have shown their defense is one of the best. Love you guys. Go for seven. We can do it. Make this Mustafar beat-up victim proud. As for the Giants, whether the Bucks win was a fluke. They couldn't solve the Vikings' solid defense. Something wasn't right with them, whether it's the running back injuries, Sterling Shepard's injury, Evan Ingram's injury. I think we have the Patriots win this, but again, I'm not going to get too cocky. Panthers-Buccaneers. Again, no more with the London games. I honestly thought the Bucks would win this, but with the way they played at the ball, it wasn't pretty. But in fairness to Jameis Winston, he was Mustafar the whole game by the Saints' relentless defense. Mike Evans, my God. He's, he's pissing off all fantasy owners, it's fair to say. The Bucks lie to everyone, just like the Titans. That's a story for another day, though. As for the Black Big Cats, Ed's son has proven he wants to be like him, in spite of the scary injury that he's dealing with. I don't even think he practiced today. Kyle Allen has been very good, but he hasn't been amazing since that Week 3 dominating performance at Arizona. The Panthers' defense has done quite well with the forced fumbles. Brian Burns is reportedly one of the best in the business, along with local BC guy Luke Kuechly. I think the Black Cats will defeat the G-Ship Skulls, because the Panthers do have a history of doing well against James. Also, the Bucks are too hard to trust. Go off one week, castle glass the next week, then psycho repeats, go to hell, Roger Goodell. Redskins, Dolphins. Oh, God. I don't need to explain this. This honestly might be the worst game of the week, and maybe even the season. Possibly the battle of the first overall pick, and unironically, Jay Gruden was fired. I think the Redskins win because they have slightly more talent than the Dolphins. That doesn't say much. Moving on. Saints-Jaguars, this is one of the harder games to predict. Teddy Bridgewater still has water left in his bridge like Red Hot Chili Peppers twin games. Not the saying water under the bridge. I like making funny or unfunny jokes. You know what I mean. I guess it could be a case of, I'm going to start crying again, Dom Brady drew lead soap. I'm like, where are the QB analogies? Michael Thomas is still one of the best, like Joe Horn before him. That was a funny fun celebration that didn't warrant a fine. Just saying, go to hell policies. Alan Kamara is still one of the best. As for the Jaguars, Meme Minshew is still done quite well. Like I said about Kyle Allen last week, the fumbles have to be concerning. He lost three last week, but still played pretty well. Fournette has done quite well. He also has a wide receiver named after the greatest band of all time, Lincoln Park, DJ Chark. Go to hell, Roger Goodell. I think the Saints win because they seem like the more talented team. I give the Jags a chance, but I don't completely trust them. I think this is going to be a good game. The Jalen Ramsey trade rumors, I don't know what to say. Bengals, Ravens. The Ravens haven't looked great recently. They started out 2-0, then lose to a couple of very good teams. They beat a Mustafar Steelers team, and now Michael Vick gets to host a 0-5 Galactic Empire Hopeless Episode 3 team, the Cincinnati Bengals. As to the Bengals, this really doesn't make sense. How do they lose by one at Seattle, four at Buffalo, yet lose by 24 versus the Niners, lose in the national television Monday night at Pittsburgh by 24, but somehow lose by three to an inconsistent, inexperienced Redbirds team? This whole team doesn't make sense. This team of legends say should just burn it down. Then again, that's what legends say. 
The AJ Green trimmer suggests we're building it up to break it back down. I was quoting burn it down by Lincoln Park. That's what they're saying, at least. They say the Bengals should just burn it down like Lincoln Park. That's why I think the Ravens win. As much as they haven't been trustworthy, they could still be one of the very good teams. Until more is shown, they're not going to be one of the best. But top 10 at least, at worst. Seahawks-Browns, oh God. Baker Mayfield is clearly getting a lot of criticism. Along with Big Mouth OBJ, who lost a punt return, laughing my face off. Again, changing the acronym to keep it clean. Whether it's the Egos, mocked by Nick Bosa, the Niners are trying to be 2011 defense. The Browns are clearly overhyped, like I was in high school. Now look where I'm at, Mustafar. My life is gone. Only hope is this in my beloved Patriots. As for the Seahawks, Lockett, like I talk it, Tyler Lockett, knows how to catch footballs. Steve Largent would agree. The Seahawks have done quite well. The NFC West is quite tough. The Seahawks may be 4-1, but the Rams game last Thursday was sort of given to the Seahawks because of officiating or anything. I don't know. They haven't blown at anyone except Arizona, but that doesn't even say much. I wouldn't be shocked if this is a blowout. I think the Pacific Northwest will go into Lake Erie and defeat the Browns. Also, with the OBJ trademarks going on, well-known analyst Colin Cowherd on his sports talk show suggested it. I even saw a post on Patriots Reddit related to it. Things don't add up sometimes. When do things ever add up in life, to be honest? Eagles-Vikings. I think the Eagles win. The Vikings look like they finally returned to form, but then again, playing the Giants doesn't say much. Kirk, cousin worth it, as legends say, has to beat the best. Newsflash, cousin worth it, can't do that. Warwick can tell you that. Cousin worth it, can't beat the best. Again, 2012 Vikings could be in play again. Who knows, to be honest. As for the Eagles, playing the Jets doesn't say much. The Eagles were, to be honest, kind of given that win against Green Bay, but the Eagles look fine for the most part. The two losses just randomly happened. You wouldn't expect the Lions of all teams to beat the Eagles, but strange things do happen. It's kind of strange the Eagles find ways to lose. A lot more weirder than the Chargers, but the Chargers have find the dumbest ways to lose. I think the Eagles win because they're more balanced. Cousin Worth it is still unreliable. I still don't buy the Vikings, so I think the American Birds will sink the medieval ships. Texas Chiefs. Something strange happened when the Colts shocked the world and beat the team of red. Whether Mahomes doesn't look good, right? There's a good chance speedy Tyreek Hill may return. I still don't buy the Texans. 53 points. You might think it's something, but this is what doesn't make sense. The Texans can beat a receiving core of Julio Jones, Prophet Mohamed Sanu, Samus Nemesis, Calvin Ridley, that was a Super Smash Brothers Melee Brawl reference, and Austin Hooper, but they can't beat a receiving core of DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, and Dexter Morgan. If it was Steve Smith and Mahomes Mohamed, then no fair to criticize then. That doesn't add up. This is why I don't trust the Texans. They're too hard to predict. They win one week. They're Super Bowl contenders. Lose. They suck. That's what legends say. All that aside, I think this is up to be a good game. I think the Chiefs win. I think they will bounce back. Falcons-Cardinals. This is my upset pick of the week. I think the Cardinals beat the Falcons. A little nostalgia to go back to 2013. Screw 2019. I think all football fans remember when they were a Super Bowl contender a year before in 2012 when they went 13-3 nearly made to the Super Bowl. I was honestly really hyped about the Falcons. Again, to be contenders. Then look what happened. They totally themselves in 2013. The awful defense. Losses to injuries of Julio Jones and Roddy White. Roddy White just wasn't really healthy. Like, he wasn't 100% until the end of the season, I guess. The defense was Castle of Glass. In week eight, they went into this building and got ass-murdered by forgotten running back Andre Ellington. That season, they went 4-12. and I think it repeats itself again. Everyone thought Atlanta would dominate, whether it's the offseason or in-season, then Falcons, to leave themselves. The Cardinals have shown promise this year, but the O-line of bad luck have cost them. I think the Cardinals win just because the Falcons do find ways to lose to not very good teams. That's why I think the Cardinals win upside of the week at this point. 49ers, Rams. I still don't buy the 49ers, despite being 4-0. Not just because the team they played against. Garoppolo has to show more stats-wise. The running game can't always do everything, as Adam Thielen said a few weeks ago, when he was talking about Kirk Cousins or Dalvin Cook, whatever. 
Not dissing Dalvin Cook, you know what I mean. But Adrian Akaliu's trick really doesn't help, considering how amazing Matt Breed and associate Kyle Shanahan Tevin Coleman was. Akaliu's trick went to Harvard, by the way, just a fun fact. As for the Rams, something isn't right with them, whether it's Gurley's knee, Castle of Glass defense, Goff has to live up to the expectations, legends say. I don't know. Legends and critics say this game could decide who's the best in the NFC West, whether it's the Hollywood actors, actresses, or the Golden Gate Bridge, even though the team plays in Santa Clara. This has to be a good game, I think. Titans-Broncos really just doesn't make sense between these two teams. I mean, how can the Titans be a receiving core of OBJ, Jarvis Landry, and Rashard Higgins, also the Falcons guys, but somehow can't be a receiving core of the only great Colts wide receiver, T.Y. Holton, average Jags receiving core, and the Bills with John Brown and Cole Beasley? This team rarely makes sense. I don't know what to say. As for the Western horses, that's one way to get a win. I doubt the team who knows how to lead themselves, the Chargers I'm talking about. Courtyard Sutton is one of the best in the business. So far, while... Emmanuel Sanders, or Manny Sanders, I honestly have no idea how he isn't on my beloved Patriots. We honestly should have had him like six years ago. It's a very long story how this all got started. Good times, go to hell 2019. 2013, I'm talking about good times. The quote fire sale that was supposed to happen to the Broncos, they're better than what the record shows. I think the Broncos win because it's too hard to trust the mythology wars. It is true the Titans are very good on the road, however, but still, Denver is a harder place to play than Captain Falcon Town. Another melee reference. The game also being in the Mile High City, the Broncos even stats-wise isn't the best, but they do have some big names and can create turnovers when they have the chance. I just don't buy the Titans. Cowboys-Jets, biased or unbiased? I don't understand why this is a late afternoon game. Why isn't Texans-Chiefs a late afternoon game? Again, what has Moran Goodell done right in this day and age? Go to hell, Roger Goodell. Leave office, for damn sake. I think the boys bounce back and win. Even though Donald is back, who knows at this point. Steelers-Chargers, oh god, this game. There honestly should be another primetime game on here, biased or unbiased. I honestly think Saints-Jaguars, Texans-Chiefs, Eagles-Vikings, 49 rams I'm aware that five is the limit of primetime games a team can have. Then again, what has the NFL done right other than a flexible schedule and changing Monday Night Football to 8.30 or 8.20 instead of 9? The Chargers, what me and Terry said about last week, about the Chargers losing at home to Denver, we weren't lying, despite both of us picking the Lightning Bolts. They always lead themselves. Why do the Chargers not lead themselves? Like, let's just ask. As for the Steelers, oh, God. Devlin Hodges from Sanford Bulldogs of all guys taking over. I mean, what's next? He has shown promise, reportedly, and JSS had the ball punched out of him by Marlon Humphrey of all guys. What is it with JSS fumbling in crucial moments? If the Steelers don't win this week, their season is basically screwed. I think the Bolts win. Now on to the Monday night game, Lions-Packers. This is probably one of the more hyped games of the week. Nobody could have guessed. The Lions have been surprisingly solid this year, being 2-1-1. One, one. They could very well be undefeated, but God hated them, so what's next? As for the Packers, legends say they have the offense defense. They probably do have some flaws, but who knows? At first, I would have thought this would be a blowout, but with how good the Lions have been recently, I'm not going to write them off. Given this game is in Lambeau, I think the Pack and Co. win, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Lions can pull off the upset or make it close. I also wouldn't be shocked if this is a high-scoring game. The NFC North has been a very interesting division, in weird ways, but also surprising ways at the same time. When I look at these Week 6 picks, if I were to do Lock of the Week, Ravens over Bengals, Upset of the Week, I could see Jaguars over Saints, Lions over Packers, 49ers over Rams, and an obvious one, Cardinals over Falcons, as I said earlier. To reiterate my picks in order, Patriots, Panthers, Redskins, Saints, Ravens, Seahawks, Eagles, Chiefs, Cardinals, Rams, Broncos, Cowboys, Chargers, Packers. That'll do it for Week 6 picks. Warwick will do Week 7 picks next week. Bye, everyone.